and welcome to a very special Power Half Hour on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahachko. I will be into the future before uh, my esteemed co-host on the West Coast. That's right, Chad Smart. We're live from Los Angeles, and I'm in the Midwest, where I'm just about two hours from the new year, and Chad has a few more to go. Yeah, we're recording this episode later than normal, mainly because I was out of town until during our normal taping schedule, and then um, I got back, and, and we had a day, a night before the show should have dropped, but uh, we'll touch on some things, I'm sure, about why we did not record. And so this is a special New Year's Day episode, at least I think that's when this will come out. I'm um, still, I, we'll see I, how long we record. I'm, I'm pretty much, as soon as this one's ready to go, I'm firing it off, Chad. Just be warned. Okay. Well, we are recording New Year's Eve of 2020, and Greg, you said this is a very special episode, so I don't know if you remember the very special episodes back in the 1980s that sitcoms would do, and actually a friend of mine did a podcast called Very Special Episode, where they looked at the very special episodes, where it would teach you a life lesson, you know, about drinking underage, drinking and driving, drugs, playing hide-and-seek in old refrigerators, if you remember Punky Brewster, um... So are you saying we're going to learn a life lesson on tonight's episode? I think we're going to have a year in review that will uh, expose a lot of lessons about life. Hmm. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So I, I don't know where to start with this episode. Like we said, we kind of this is episode 52 of the Power Half Hour, so technically that it makes this a year-old uh, podcast and – um, I don't, you know, I guess I'll start there. I don't know what the future holds. I told you this afternoon when we were texting about recording that, uh, I think I need to take a break for a little bit. And anyone that follows my regular podcast channels, positive cynicism, hopefully, hopefully has noticed that I have not done a show all of December. Um, that was more of a scheduling uh, issues more than, than anything, but there are some changes coming to the podcast in the next year. And, yeah, I think right now my focus, um, I'm, 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 I'm trying to focus my energy on refocusing my output, if that makes sense. I see what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down, as it were. All right. uh, it sounds like you just like me less than Kevin. Um, no. <laughs> I, you're just not on Twitter enough for me to mock you. Like that's I do, fair. Kevin. That's so. fair. I'm definitely not on Twitter enough. Yeah. Or, or actually, actually, I think I'm on Twitter enough, or too much even. Uh, and and that's something that I'm also, uh, you know, reconsidering in the new year is I think for my mental health, for uh, productivity purposes, is I need to step away from social media. So why don't we start there in a year of 2020 when, um, you know, it's been pretty much we're on, I think, close to day 300 of a 15-day lockdown to coronavirus, Slop, uh, not stopping the curve, but uh, whatever the phrase was. Flatten the curve. There you go. Flatten the curve. Uh, you know, I'm, I listened to the Flat Earther, so I should have gotten flat, flat in there. Um, but uh, I, I think social media has become a bigger well, I don't know if it's become a bigger import, importance in people's life, but it's probably been a way that people have kept in touch more. But 
I also have the feeling that social media was a good idea before everybody started voicing their opinions. And, you know, not to discredit anybody's opinion, because after all, it's just an opinion, but it seems like the vocal minority speaks the loudest. I will, uh... I will discredit opinions because most of them are just complete bullshit. <laughs> and I, I'm not saying like like those that I you know necessarily disagree with or agree with. Like there are people that you know I I love who you know I see post just the most insane things or uh, you know comment on that I see, and I'm just like I can't I, I can't burn that bridge. Therefore, I cannot comment. Like it's 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 a familial tie. I can't I cannot scorch earth them like they rightfully deserve. So I just have to keep scrolling, and that's like from both sides of the political spectrum. Like right around November third, I was just unfollowing, like snoozing for thirty days, left and right. And it's not that you know I'm I'm seeking the echo chamber. Um, because mm-hmm. I like diverse opinions, you know, I, I like different schools of thought, but they have to be presented in a way that's intellectual and not, you know, screaming at one, uh, you know, screaming at, at a computer screen, you know, and, you know, I, I, so I just went on a, I just went on a, <laughs> a binge of unfollow. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And, and I'm trying to, you know, I don't want to make this a whole episode of, as Kevin would will text me later, of old men yelling at clouds. It will be. Um, Kevin, you text me too, and you, 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 you swing that hate my way, sir. All right. Uh, but it is, you know, it, it's amazing to me how many friends I have that are political experts, foreign affairs experts, health experts. And, and I'm like, man, I didn't realize how intelligent all my friends were. But – I, I just think that, um, you know, along with that, and so I'm going to keep yelling at clouds, but in that same regard, yes. you know, I've seen, and as you say, this is not a one side only category because as I deal with on, on my show, Politiclamity over on Positive Cynicism, we, we always try to focus on the hypocrisy of politics. And so it comes from both ways, but I have just gotten to the point where the amount of hatred that I see towards, you know, one side or another. It just, it boggles my mind that that's how you would choose to spend your time. And I always go back to a phrase, a comment from Henry Rollins that I believe was on his, I think it's called talking in the box or talking out of the box spoken word cassette from like 1992, where he says, when you hate somebody, you're giving them too much of your time because they don't, know or care that you hate them. So what's the point? What are you getting out of it? And I think that's, I I think that's my key. That's going to be my jumping off point for this discussion really is as we go into 2021, you know, we've had, I mean, let's just be honest. 2020 has been a shit year and I I don't swear that often. So the fact that I just did should tell you something. I know people can't see my reaction, but it was genuine (laughs) shock. Yeah. Usually, I'm that's why I had to throw my little disclaimer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and so for me, it's like this past week has been very emotional. 
um, the last week of 2020. And, and part of it, um, you know, I'm a huge professional wrestling fan. If anybody hasn't listened to Kevin Huntsberger's My One Two Three Sins podcast, and that's the last time I hope I pro- I promote him because he doesn't need that much promotion. Um, hey, yes, he does. That I was that that show's on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. We need all the promotion we can get. Um, but I was just on his year in show, and part of what we talked about at the beginning was the death of uh, John Huber, aka Brody Lee, aka Luke Harper who died December 26th, I believe it was, at the age of 41. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned, alluded to earlier, we should have recorded this show December 29th. Uh, no, December 30th, sorry. I forgot what day New Year's Eve was. Yeah, but on December 30th, All Elite Wrestling, who Brody Lee was wrestling for at the time, did a tribute show to him. And, you know, I have, especially over the last 10 years, 20, really, I guess. Wrestling deaths are nothing new. Or, you know, they may be shocking, but even the guys that I've grown up, I grew up watching, like Roddy Piper, Dusty Rhodes, when they passed, you know, we did an episode here of the Power Half Hour a couple months back about celebrity deaths and how I don't really, I, I, they die, and I go, oh, well, that's unfortunate, and I move on with my life because I don't idolize celebrities. I don't care. But something watching that Brody Lee tribute show, it just hit me in all the I don't know if it's right or wrong spots. But you know, when you see these guys who knew Brody and, and I never met the guy. I, I I probably went to a couple of shows that he wrestled on, but I don't have any firm memories of actually seeing him in person. But when you see these guys that are coming out all red eyed because they've been crying all day and breakdown in the ring it just it made me really stop and contemplate what is important in our lives right now and i think everything that we've gone through this year you know i think that's my focus for 2021 as well is to be the change that i want to see in the world it's a fantastic uh, marilyn monroe quote <laughs> Uh, no, and, and I knew of Brody Lee bef- before he was Luke Harper, uh, you know, and, and again, we're not going to, I don't know if we necessarily need, first of all, a friend of the show, Josh, he said, man, I know you don't watch AEW, but that tribute show is really something special. Um, and he's right. I don't watch AEW. Um, but it, it's, you know, it's a guy who's three years older than me. He's five years older than you. I know he had some younger health. than me. That's what I meant. Yes, thank you. Yeah, because um, there's eight year difference between us. He was almost right in the middle. I know he had some health issues, uh, reportedly. You know, and if we're using you know inside jargon, we apologize. But he was not on TV since like October. He had a he he died of a non COVID related respiratory issue i believe yeah it sounds from what i've read it just sounds like his lungs stopped working Inter- yeah which you know and, and he was again people are going to make assumptions about wrestlers or wrestling in this case um and they like that four letter word that starts with an f um but fun the- with two ends <laughs> that's right fun um but I, I, and I, I wrote a paper about this in high school. Um, these are 
premier athletes, even you know, like the and I'm not I'm I'm only picking on him because he's the first name that popped in my mind, but even like the Kevin Lees of the world who are a little chunkier are still Keith Lee. What'd I say? Kevin Lee. Yeah. You were thinking of Kevin Huntsberger, who has wrestled and thinks he's a premier athlete, but <laughs> by the way, host of the My One Two Three Cents podcast <laughs> on the Jerry Monkey Podcast there. Um yeah, Keith Lee, I'm sorry. Um but you know, they're all you know, top notch athletes. They've, you know, it, it is certainly a craft, and I don't, I don't think I've ever said anything that diminished what they do, you know, in the ring. Um, I've, and I'm not going to make that. I, I love Kevin. I'm not going to make that comment. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, so, I mean, this is a guy in tip top health, really, you know, or shape. It, you know, I you'd think who, you know, just had uh, like a weird lung thing for the last few months he couldn't kick and and but it it, it brings that it, it brings our own mortality you know to to the front of our minds where again you know it, i'm not uh, i'm not picking on you chad but you know you're a few years mm-hmm. older than me of course we all know kevin's 10 or 20 years older than you uh <laughs> and then i'm you know a few years younger than um john huber um but like he's in a lot better shape than i am yeah, or, or, well, not to sound you know mean, but he was in a lot better shape than I am. Um, so it's gets me thinking about things, you know. And it's not like um, I don't. know, It's not like an Eddie Guerrero thing where there were other elements at play. You know, there have been a host of wrestling. There have been a few wrestling deaths just this year. Some of them old age. Some of them unexplained. I think it was uh, was it maybe Kevin who shared a, a, an image of, you know, all the wrestlers who passed this year, like Rocky Johnson, Pat Patterson. And there was like a 23 year old, uh, uh-huh. young, young, um, Japanese, perf- uh, female performer. And I don't remember her name or the circumstances. Um, but it's like, uh, look, unless you're in your seventies, you know, I feel like any death is too soon, uh, you know, regardless of, circumstances or occupation or things like that um so i i don't know it's uh it, it does it, it like you said it, it's you know when when you when you're thinking i don't say thinking bad thoughts but you're you're putting things into perspective uh then it then it means you know like like you said you've got to be the change you want to see in the world um yeah, and I'm going to jump in real quick, and, and I'll, I'll touch on your um, the, the female wrestler you just talked about. I'll, I'll get to the, her in just a minute because that is a good another point that we can make that will segue into this. And but talking about mortality, you know, I the reason I was out of, of town while we were recording is not just because it was the holidays, but I had gone back home to visit family because um, my father has cancer. Um, by all accounts, the months of October and November were not good months. And honestly, my thought was this will probably be the last year that uh, the last Christmas I get to spend with him. And, and so that probably hit, you know, along with Brody's death, um, that just hit more. And, and again, my dad has, has had cancer now for the last seven years. He's been battling it. Whereas with Brody, it seems just the last two months and you never know but that goes into, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. We never know what's going to happen. Um, 
especially according to my citizen app that tells me of all the crime that goes on in my neighborhood. Um, for some reason, it seems to be a lot of people with machetes walking around my neighborhood at times. So I could just be out walking and, and cross the wrong person. You never know. Um, but getting to Why would the they be out with machetes? What's that? Why do they have, like, the, is it as specific as saying no they have machetes? Yes. Okay, um, man, you just machetes, need Machetes, bottles. Can, can I make a recommendation for you, Chad? Just stay inside. <laughs> well, I have been, and that's what the mayor has been telling me for the last eight months. Okay. So, and, uh, yeah, I should follow his advice unless I'm going to go eat at a fancy um, restaurant. I feel like that's a, but, a local zinger. Well, yes, the governor uh, did get, uh, you know, some harassment for uh, telling everybody to not go out. And he went, he was caught at a uh, large dinner with I, um, a bunch of donors. I feel, so, I, yeah, I remember hearing about that. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You know, the political class, they rules for the, the but not for me. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> getting to the, the female wrestler you mentioned, her name, if I, and I'm probably going to butcher this, but it's Hannah. Kimura or Hannah Kimura, and she, uh, by all accounts, I believe she was 23, 25, somewhere around there, and she committed suicide after um, online bullying. Mm. Um, she was on, I believe she was on a Japanese show called, uh, I can't remember. Stardom Wrestling? on Netflix. Um, uh, she was on Terrace House? Terrace House, yes, where it was kind of like a real world esque esque mm. Japanese show, and from what I remember reading is apparently she, she had gotten into an argument with one of the housemates, and then people started bullying her on social media, and she ended up taking her life. And that's just, um, you know, it, it's it's this thing where you know going back to social media and and trying to figure out. You know, I've said this for years. I've said it on my podcast. I've probably said it on our podcast. I've said it on Kevin's podcast. I don't understand anybody who goes online with an intention of bullying or, you know, or to someone that you don't know. Because anybody that reads my tweets, yes, I insult Kevin Huntsberger quite a bit. But that's because I am friends with Kevin. And I say that to his face. And I say it to him in tweets uh, or texts. Like, that's just our relationship. So... But I would never go on to someone that I don't know and make comments to them. Because one, who cares? Two, it doesn't – I have better things to do in my life. Not really, but for the sake of argument, let's pretend I do. You do, Chad. <laughs> but I just I, – and I wonder – you know, we, we've talked about how um, – you know, we, we, we have this generation now, I guess, in the last 10, 15 years where the popularity of online media and social media, where people are used to saying things that they would never say in person to somebody. But you can say it from behind a keyboard because you don't have to worry about accountability or reaction. And, you know, I guess that's one of those things like, is that healthy for our society or is that like, why do we feel it's OK to say something that we wouldn't say in public. Um, so again, it, it, it goes back it's to the, it's the protection of anonymity. Uh, and yeah. so, you know, everybody is, you know, the internet tough guy or the key, no, I don't know, keyboard warrior or, 
you know, but everybody, it, it's the keyboard internet. I mean, it's it's the new uh, um, uh, the uh, confidence juice or you know whatever they used to call alcohol. You know, um, mm. you know, it, shot it, of courage or yeah, yeah, liquid courage, yeah. Um, it's, yeah. it's that, it's the new version of that because, you know, you can say things to, you know, political rivals or, you know, like fans of your, of rival sports team or energy drink rival companies <laughs> or, uh, um, you know, people of a different, you know, gender, race, creed, anything like that. Uh, and be like, well, this person is never gonna, you know, I, I I'm always reminded and I wish it, it was a bold step by Kevin Smith back in 2002 at the end of uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, where Jay and Silent Bob get the manifest of everybody who was on moviepoopshoot.com talking crap about Blunt Man and Chronic movie. And they go to everybody's house and, and, and beat everybody up. And it's like, yeah, but you can't do that in in the Facebook age or the Twitter age or things like that. If if there were actual consequences to things that people said instead of, you know, just like being put in Facebook jail or Twitter jail or something like that, then I think that we'd see a lot less of the, you know, be it the bullying or, um, you know, whatever statements, you know, you know, horrible statements are being said online. So, but there's not and there never will be. Never will be. And, you know, in, in this 2020 year of the mask versus no mask debate, I think that's made it even worse because you have two sides that neither one, I'm going to speak in hyperbole um, just for sake of argument, but neither side wants to actually look at common sense or, um, you know, think about the other side. They just want to be like, my side is right. So everyone needs to do what I am doing. Instead of if you're someone who is very pro mask and you see someone without a mask, just being trying to keep your distance from them, you feel like, oh, you have to go up and yell at them and shame them for not wearing a mask. And the non-mask side will, you know, mock the people wearing the mask and calling them sheep and everything. And it's just like, why can't we just live our lives and respect other people? I don't, I, I don't get in. And I think that's where, uh, you know, and I should, I guess we should have mentioned at the beginning of the uh, Power Half Hour that this show is actually not a Power Half Hour uh, in, in actual time limit because we are going to go over the 30 minutes. But um, Chad's got some things he needs this, to get off his chest, people. Deal with it. Yeah. I am just, <laughs> I am, I, I just at the end of the year. And, and, you know, and part of it is, look, it's New Year's Eve. Right now, it's, as we record this, it's, a little after eight o'clock East Coast time, and West, or Coast, West Coast time. time. Yeah, West I forget side. which coast I'm on. Uh, you know, it's in it's in that my, that moniker you gave me. That I always forget which coast. Co-host um, on the East Coast, Jed. You're, yeah, you're right there in uh in, in <laughs> Virginia. No, you're in Hollywood, Florida. That's where it is. No, there, there it is. Um, I lost my train of thought, but no, it, oh, it's, it's eight New o'clock. Year's Eve. And instead of being out with friends celebrating or just hanging out, I am sitting in my apartment alone, which 
has been my life pretty much for the last eight months. And yes, Greg, I get to talk to you. I was going to say. Hanging out. But but then I'm going to hang up the, the Skype line and go back to hanging out by myself. So I, I just I, – I, Can I ask you a question I, before yeah. you continue on? I, and I, I don't want to put you on the spot. And if you tell mm-hmm. me to edit this part out, I will absolutely do that. But – you raise an interesting question, and for me as your friend, I, I don't ask it enough, but how are you doing? I mean, because, I mean, we've talked, and I don't want to get too far, you know, into it if you don't want to talk about it, but, you know, we've talked, you know, privately about, you know, things in the past, and, like, you, I, I guess I don't, I forget, would probably be the easiest way to do it, that you've been kind of isolated for the last eight months, nine months. No, uh, no, and uh, I'm happy to talk about. It. I actually, I mean, this is one of the thoughts that you know came up while I was thinking about what we we're going to talk about tonight, and and so I have no problem um, telling everyone. For those that don't know, um, you can go over to Positive Cynicism, look at my archives. Uh, about two and a half years ago, I was diagnosed with depression, and since that time, I've been doing better, but. Um, in all honesty, in the last eight months, I've had probably four minor breakdowns. Um, and right now, also, it's not just me, but it's I have a couple of friends who um, are, are going through rough times as well. And so it, it's trying to be there for them as well and um, and dealing with my own thing and and – Yes, I, I am at that point though where, and I, I'm trying to not get too political on this on this episode. However, here's something to think about: is that you know, as we've been eight months into lockdown, I am by myself. I um, I don't I work from home now. You know, my colleagues and I text each other, but. Um, but I don't see that. I have not seen my coworkers since March, other than on Zoom calls. Um, all of my podcasts have been done via Skype since March. Um, I mean, even she, my close friend. This one's been done on Skype since January. This one's been on January, but normally <laughs> out of Touchstone or Wonder Why, like we would do in person, because my co-host lives three blocks away from me. Mm-hmm. I've seen him probably. I'd say maybe five, six times in the last eight months. Um, I am, for lack of a better term, isolated. I also don't have, um, you know, with with no sports, with no concerts, with no movie theaters open, there's no outside entertainment yeah. going on to do things. So, and, and I want to remind, yes, I want to remind the listeners that like you're a, a you're kind of a, a traveler. I mean, you you. You've been to all the NHL arenas. You went to Game Seven of the Stanley Cup, the greatest Stanley Cup in the history of of all Stanley Cups. Uh, but you like to you do you love to go to obviously movies, uh, but you love to go to concerts, both large and small. You like to you know get together with your friends and go to Disneyland. Land. Yes, I couldn't remember which one was down the road from you and which one was on the other side of the country. It's that East Coast West yeah, Coast thing again. Yeah, and I have, you know, it took me two years to get my free pass to Disneyland, 
and I've used it once for free parking. I haven't even used it to go into the park yet. So we need to open Disneyland. Uh, but no, it, you know, I was supposed to go to a friend's wedding in Hawaii in May, friends that I haven't seen in like four or five years. And that has been canceled and they live in Australia, mm. um, which I can't even go visit them in Australia now because everybody is locked down. Uh, and my passport expired. Hopefully oh. need to get that one. Um, renewed. But yeah, I'm just, it. I think as we come to the end of the year, I am just, I, I am mentally broken at this point, but I also have the feeling, you know, because I was talking with a friend a couple of times today who was going through some rough patches, um, I said, you know, I, I, I am in a bad place. However, I have a roof over my head. I am still working. I still have a job. There are people out there that have it worse than I do. So not saying that my feelings are invalidated, but instead of focusing on the negative, I need to focus on the positive. And I think, you know, that just a big lesson for all of us in society is we are so quick to latch onto a negative situation and, and ride that out. And instead of, of looking at the positive, you know, I, there's a quote um, that I saw a few months ago and it said, you know, did you have a bad day or did you have a bad 10 minutes of an otherwise good day? And it's like, which part do you want to focus on that bad 10 minutes or the good 23 hours and 50 minutes. And, uh, you know, if I was sleeping that 23 hours and 50 minutes, it's a good day. Um, but yeah, I'm just, so I don't know what you wanted to talk about in this episode, Greg, but this is my therapy session for, for the end of the year. I have a question. Uh, yeah. and, and it goes to, you know, right in lines with, with the therapy aspect of, uh, I'm trying to phrase this so that I, I'd not, you know, putting you in the same category as, uh, um, I can't think of his name now. The dog from John Dog's Dog Purpose. Uh, but like, oh, I never saw Dog's Purpose. Okay, well, it's very good. I, I recommend it. Um, okay. I but did see Beethoven. I actually uh, watched earlier today uh, Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. And oh, okay. I also learned that that was a remake from a movie from 1963. Well, oh. yeah, I didn't know that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the question, as you said, you know, you've got some friends who are going through some things yeah. as well. Is it, and again, I'm, I'm, is it, do you find purpose or a, a certain uh, therapeutic aspect to, you know, like know that, you, you know, you, they might need you and kind of lean on you. So sometimes, you know, it, it, does that, it, I'm, I'm, I, I hope I'm not asking stupid questions, but does that, you know, lift you up a little bit to say, you know, so-and-so's having a rough time and he leaned on me. So, you know, I've got to, you know, I can't cash in all my chips that somebody around mm -hmm. here needs me. And, and, uh, you know, that like in, in that, and I don't know if it's all one group. I know you say you have, you know, friends who are going through similar things. I don't know if they all know one another, but is it like, is there some type of, of like positive, like some type of support for you in, in, in that situation or, um, or do I just uh, not know how to ask questions? <laughs> no, no, that's a good question. And I, I, I see what you're saying. And I would go, it's not like, I don't, 
I don't think of it as the positive, like, oh, they need me to to be here. Um, but it is, I think for me, I was talking, one of my friends who's going through this, we were talking a few months ago, and, um, and they asked me, you know, like, get out a piece of paper and write down the words I want and then complete the sentence. And the conversation had taken a very serious turn, obviously, and I do not deal well. Uh, most of the time with serious topics, I always try to, uh, you know, lighten the mood. So I wrote, I want ice cream because I was in the mood for ice cream at the time. And uh, they kind of got upset, like, okay, well, if you're not going to take this serious, let's, um, you know, just end this conversation right now. And then after we were done talking, I got to thinking about it, and I wrote down, I want to make sure no one ever feels the way I do. And so I think that is more of my pressing um, feeling is if friends of mine are going through something, I want to try to – and I, I mean I think I am an empath-type personality. I try to help everyone, but it's um, – I just, I, 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 you know, um, my friend Shema, who does does the four kids, um, four kids' sake organization, and down in, in Carbondale. Yeah, down in SAU. Um, uh, yeah, you met her in Carbondale. SAU Carbondale. Yeah, yeah, we were talking back in October because they had just done their 5K, and this year was virtual, and so I had a couple of friends um, that live in Baltimore signed up for it because they're runners and. And when I was talking to her, she's like, oh, yeah, I, you know, had email messages with um, your friends, Matt and Lior, and they, uh, you know, said that they knew you from L.A. And, and I gave her the story of how we knew each other. And she's like, friendship, friends really matter to you. Like, you hang on to them. And, you know, it's, that's true. Like, I, I wouldn't say I have a lot of friends, but the friends that I do have are important. And there's a reason why I've stayed friends with them, you know, my friends from college friends that I've met here in LA, friends in Carbondale, and begrudgingly even Kevin Hunsberger. Uh, it's been like five minutes since we said his name, so I had to get it in there. Um, <laughs> he, he, what you don't know but, is that he pays me like under the table five <laughs> cents for every mention. So at oh. the end of this episode, I might have a whole dollar, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. I was going to say, maybe we should get him to uh, donate to charity every time we get throw him out a plug it's like a it's like a swear jar except it's the kevin jar <laughs> yeah um and but he no, has but to friendship fund it. is very important to me so i and not only friendship but also just the feeling that because i know what i go through when i go through um what i call the funk phases and it has nothing to do with george clinton or parliament um Bootsy collins does it have anything to do with terry or dory jr it does not, but Flash it does. It okay. does with Flash. There we go. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad you went that direction. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but it, and so I think, Sorry. you know, right now we're just in this phase where, yeah, and, and I think all this hitting at once, and especially at the end of the year, which really has no significance at all. It's just where the earth is in rotation with the sun and whoever made the calendar, who even knows if they've got the calendar right so, um, it's not a end of the year type thing. It's just a lot of emotions happening all at once. And especially the holidays are, you know, 
stressful times anyway. But, um, and I had to deal with snow for like my last day home, which I do not like. So I was, I did get to see the good burger car. So that was awesome. The good burger car, Chad. Yes. Uh, you should drive over to the high point drive-in and, uh, high point section of St. Louis down by forest park. The owner has bought the car that was featured in Good Burger, which comes out on Blu-ray February 11th, and how has it set up in the store on display. You can get photos and pictures. If you follow me on Instagram at the Chad Smart, you can find, you can see a photo of me. Hashtag Why Am I Single? Is that really the hashtag? Yes, Chad. I need that picture, Chad. You need to send that picture to my phone now. I mean, not now. You can wait till after the show, but that's the featured photo. That's the featured photo of uh, this episode, Chad. <laughs> nothing, nothing cliched. No generic 2021 bannering. It's Chad with the Good Burger Mobile. All right. Yeah, I can get that out easy then after this is over with. Amen. Um. So let's talk. I feel like. 2020 has physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in a lot of ways, drained everybody. What can you tell me? What was good for Chad in 2020? Um, I got my Disneyland pass. <laughs> that you use once for free, for free That I could not use. <laughs> um, yeah, I might have to take a trip down to Florida here soon to go to Disney World. Um you know, what? what's good is I'm alive. I'm healthy. I got to spend more I, You know, in, it, as much as I didn't get to travel the way that I want to, um, I got to go home more. Um, I got to see my family. Uh, that's important to me. And also, I just found out tonight that uh, originally I was supposed to go to Boston in September of this year for back-to-back concerts at Fenway Park. Aerosmith's 50th anniversary mm. with Extreme opening. Oh, and then the next night was going to be New Kids on the Block. Um, and they rescheduled those for next year. Um, Your tickets are still valid. Tickets are still valid, but they were now the New Kids show is in July and the Aerosmith concert is in September. So, like, I got to make two trips to Boston. But I found out today that the New Kids concert is July 16th. And then July 17th and 18th in Boston is the Motley Crue Def Leppard Poison concert. So I can maybe go to that one in Boston, too. Look at so, you, Chad. You're making lemonade out of lemons. Exactly. And I'm trying to send you this photo, and my phone just does not want to attach photos anymore. That's right. We'll get it. You can get it to me. Here. Um, my phone's no, in the I, other room anyway, Chad. It's fine. Uh, you know... And I can say, hey, I still have a job. And even though my department is being eliminated in February, at least they moved me to another position. Uh, I have no idea what that position actually is going to entail, and neither apparently does my new supervisor, who uh, didn't even know that we were getting moved over to be under part of his team. But, uh, you know, and also I didn't have to pay $20 to see Wonder Woman 84. I don't want so to talk that about that, Chad. We're, we're, we're going to talk about that on the next Nerd United, which we're recording tomorrow night. Um, but I, I saw a lot of stuff the past week, Chad. Chad, I have, I'm so, I've never been able to say this as a working adult. Uh, since the Sunday before Christmas, so let's say starting 
on Monday the 21st, I have worked four days. I did Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, and like a little bit of checking email and answering a phone call on like the Wednesday. It's been... It, I, I have had so much time. I've watched so much stuff, Chad. I watched Wonder Woman 84 twice. I watched Soul on Disney Plus twice. Really uh, good movie. I, just uh, a couple of nights ago, I watched... I, I found it. It's on Netflix, and I can't wait to talk with Mike about it. I watched The Happy Time Murders mm. from 2016, 17, or 18. I can't remember which, but I watched that. Um... And and I enjoyed it, Chad. Chad, I'm I'm I can't say I'm living my best life. Yeah, but I am watching some good stuff. And see, I think I've mentioned it to you is that back in August, I started this quest, if you will, to watch every movie that finished in the top 100 at the box office from 1980 to 2019 that I had not seen, which at the time was about. Uh, I think it was around 1,800 films out of the 4,000. Um, I have watched probably 600 movies since August. I am now at the point where there are probably a handful of good ones left, but they're not streaming anywhere. And so in the last like week and a half, I've watched both Sex and the City movies. I'm sorry. Um, I thought you said there were other movies. That, wait, do you categorize that? Sex and the City movies as good ones or bad ones? No, I'm saying, like, I can't tell you the last good movie, other than Soul, which doesn't qualify since it came out this year. But from the movies that are on my list uh, or spreadsheets, I couldn't tell you the last good one that I watched. <laughs> and so I'm at the point now, and I think this is also going into January, being like, okay, you know what? Maybe take time off from watching movies, just recharge my batteries, and focus on either reading the stack of books that uh, – I have sitting on my end table or, um, or doing writing of my own or doing something. Um, yeah, I'm not ordering Adam Testa's book to live and die in Shadow Ridge. I'm waiting for the movie adaptation. <laughs> I got this for uh, Christmas, actually. Uh, I, uh, my, my, yeah, my, my parents gave me a book called Be, Be You Only Better or something like that. It was like a self help book. So I'm like, thanks. <laughs> what you're trying to tell me there, but uh, <laughs> I uh, I got another book uh, from another uh, guy that I know that I podcast with over on the Coronation uh, site, and uh, his name is John Johnston, no H in the first name, and uh, uh, the book is Been Dead, Never Been to Europe, because in 2015, <laughs> August of 2015, he had like the Widowmaker heart attack mm. and was legally dead for 20 minutes as they tried to. Uh, you know, like resuscitate him and then they succeeded. And it's, it's about his, you know, like the heart attack, the, the brain injury that followed and the memory problems, things like that. But it's, I know John, I know his specific voice. So as I'm reading certain things, I'm laughing, but it's, it's, uh, such a quality read. I can't wait to, uh, actually it's got a lot of medical stuff. So I told my wife, uh, I said, you, you're going to have to read this when I'm done. She's like, yeah, with all that free time I have, it's <laughs> like, that's true, honey. So, okay, this episode has mostly been about me. I'm going to turn it back on you now because you, uh, you know, as we last spoke on the last episode, you're getting ready for your son's fifth birthday, which has since passed. And 
apparently is a very eventful one from what you were telling me before we started recording. <sighs> yeah. He, uh, you know, the terrible twos have nothing on the ferocious fives. Oh my gosh. Um, and again, I say this with nothing but love for my son. Um, he, he spoiled. Do you, have, do you have twisted tea cans waiting in the house? <laughs> no, I don't drink twisted tea. Nor I, I, I saw, you know, I had friends who were sharing twisted tea memes and I had no idea the context. And then I saw the video. I'm like, oh, that explains a lot. So, uh, <laughs> no, no twisted tea. Um, but, uh, I, I, he, you know, my wife summed it up pretty well. Uh, she says the reason that he and I butt heads so often, uh, is because I have a, uh, image in my head of a particular way something is supposed to be. And he has an image in his head of a particular way that something is supposed to be. And as long as those images are aligned, we get along great. But when one's off kilter, it, uh, it's cause for strife, and and tonight the image in uh, in my head was him not stealing chocolate chip cookies, and the image in his head was I'm going to have these chocolate chip cookies, and so that started, uh, you know, have a little brouhaha, yeah. and then it was his bedtime, and he didn't want to brush his teeth, and didn't want to go to bed, so, but you're not letting him stay up to watch the ball drop. He stayed up until 11 o'clock last night. He outlasted me. We were just hanging out on the couch. My wife had gone to bed. Uh, we were just hanging out on the couch, flipping through some things to watch, and came across the Flintstone Christmas cartoon from, like, 1977, I think, 45 or 50 minutes long. And I'm like this. I'm like, gosh, my head's back. My eyes closed. And I don't remember anything. Uh, and he... Like kind of nudged me at the end. He's like, "Daddy, I think it's time for bed." Look at the clock; it's eleven o'clock. I said, "I think you're right, son." <laughs> so, um, but yeah, he had a good, he had a, a, a much better birthday and Christmas than he probably deserved. Um, he was probably not as far high up on the nice list as uh, as Santa, you know, probably gave him credit for. But um, you know, it's. It, he's a strong-willed Did he child. get a crossbow? No crossbow. Okay. Was he supposed to? No, I'll tell you off here. Okay. Um, <clears throat> he, he, you know, Santa, Santa and Mom and Dad took good care of him at Christmas time and, uh, uh, and a birthday time. And he, you know, the, the two were two days apart. And then we got together with my in-laws on the Sunday. So he had presents and then no presents and then presents and then no presents and then presents and... By Monday, I was ready to go back to work. It's like, I don't want to see any more rapid paper. Let's go. So, but, uh, yeah, he, the big news, of course, for us from 2020 was that uh, he's not going to be an only child in 2021, uh, as we are again expecting twins, twin boys. Uh, so got that to look forward to. I think I'm just going to start shaving my head because it's, it's going gray real fast. Yeah, I was going to say, it's too bad you're not having um, girls. Uh, no, it's not. It's can, not too bad. <laughs> you can name one Kate and the second one Duplicate. Duplicate. That's our show, everybody. 
<laughs> Merry, happy, whatever. No. Um, and that's the funny thing is that was a no, I don't I don't have a pun for two boys. So. <laughs> that, Although Pete, if you name them Tamox and Zamont, you would be the coolest dad ever. What about Pete and Repeat? No. That's better than Kate and Duplicate. Fine. Maybe. Fine. Um... <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, no, we were concerned. Well, not concerned. We were curious, especially after we found out that there's not one but two buns in the oven. And then when we went to find out what they were, my wife did, like, breathe a sigh of relief. She's like, I don't know how to be a girl mom. I can be a, a, a boy mom. She said, I, I'm perfectly fine with a little pee on the seat and, and fart jokes. <laughs> She's like, fart jokes are going to be my life now. <laughs> and then uh, then one of the toys that he got from my sister and his cousin was a re-gift that we had given them years ago. And it's like a despicable me. You remember the fart gun that the minions made? Mm -hmm. It's that it just makes fart sounds Mm -hmm. all day long. So they gave that back. Ever so thankful. (laughs) So at least it wasn't a drum kit. That's true. I'm sure that day will come later. Yeah. And that'll be, yes, sir. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, um, I, I do want to start wrapping this down as we are getting close to the midnight hour on the East Coast. And so I'm sure we'll be having text messages coming in uh, from friends who get to tell me how good 2021 is um, you know, a few hours before I, it hits me, which I should have, I guess, texted my friends in Australia and been like, does the world end? No? Cool. Maybe well, 2021 will be better. And and that's the thing, too. <laughs> Going back to my my family, my house, is, my, you know, my wife says to my son, she said, do you know what tomorrow is? No. She said, it's New Year's Day. He's like, hey. She's like, do you know what year will be? No. I said, honey, he doesn't know what year it is now. <laughs> we might as well tell him it's year zero. <laughs> But uh, she said, it's going to be 2021. And he's like, what? He's pretty impressed by that number. So if only he knew how many years were before we actually started counting. Five. (laughs) That's right. Negative five, negative four, negative three, negative two, (laughs) negative one. Jesus is born. (laughs) And then here we go. Off to the races. Uh, no, I was just going to ask you, what are you, besides, uh, trying to do a quick math, besides increasing your household 60%, what are you? 40%? What are you looking? Okay, 40%. I don't know. I'm, I'm bad with math now. Okay. Because, you know, they told me in high school I'd be using it every day. I don't. So, glad I took all those pre- Calculus, calculus, trigonometry classes because they really help me answer email a lot more efficiently. <laughs> in my job. Uh, but I say, what are you looking forward to in 2021 besides all of Warner Brothers movies coming to HBO Max day and date release, so you can watch Mortal Kombat from the comfort of your own couch? Um, uh, Matrix Four, obviously, uh, but I guess that falls into the. Warner Brothers movies uh, release on HBO Max. Uh, well, you mentioned uh, my sons, and obviously, I hope and pray that they arrive, you know, healthy, you know, on time and 
under budget uh, <laughs> type of thing. Um, I guess for the world, I just want people to, you know, value life again. I know that sounds like a weird thing to say uh, at the end of a you know sometimes comical podcast, but <laughs> I feel like there's not enough value in, in human life. And, and so you have people who don't care about, you know, wearing a mask or social distancing or, you know, a, a bevy of far more important topics that I'm not going to get into on this show at this hour. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I just want, I just want people to, I don't, you know, the old, the old saying of like, walk a mile in someone else's shoes, do that. Just do that. Or, or, and this will never happen, but how about this internet? If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Chad, do you think we could get that to, to happen in 2021 on the internet? Sadly, I, I don't have that much faith in humanity anymore, but, but we can try. You know, we can start again, going back to the class, you know, cliched saying, but, uh, be the change that you want to see. And all we can do is live a life that we find, um, to be a good life. And that will make hopefully other people see, you know, what is it saying? Hope don't. Tell people about the life they can have in their life, but be the light that they want to be, or something along those lines. So let you know, let your life be an example of a life one should lead. I feel like uh, one of the songs that plays through the ending credits of a forty-year-old virgin. Let your light shine. Let the light shine. I don't know, but I, I'm reminded of uh, what you said. Uh, I'm. I go back to the very end of Saving Private Ryan. After everybody has died to save Private Ryan, Matt Damon, and Tom Hanks says, earn this. You know, he's like, this is a tremendous sacrifice. A whole, I don't know, not platoon, but a whole, you know, squad, squad. I guess, uh, of, of troops. And he's like, earn it. So then you have old man, you know, no longer Private Ryan. And he's kind of, you know, crying to his family or wondering or however, you know, emotional. He says, did, did I did I live a good life? Or, or maybe he's asking the captain that he's like, I hope I made you proud or something like that. Just do that. Think, put, spend a, a few minutes every day, folks, putting one person that you don't know ahead of yourself. It's easy to do that with, you know, your spouse or your child or you know, a friend or parent or something like that. But one person you don't know, put them ahead of yourself. Give them just a little bit of priority. And uh, and, and maybe we'll let that light shine. Exactly. And uh, I will use my catchphrase from the Positive Cynicism podcast. Please do. Do something positive. We're out of time. Until who knows when, because we may never <laughs> come back. <laughs> so long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you all, but oh dear. You may not share our intellect, which might explain your disrespect for all the natural wonders that grow around you. So long, so long and thanks for all the fish.
to the freaks We thought that most of you were sweet Especially tiny tops and your pregnant women So long, so long, so long, so long, so long is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.